0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Entree Pastor podcast. I'm one of the co-hosts of our show. My name is Les Hughes. I'm also one of the co-founders of Entree Pastors, along with my friend and business partner, John Sanders. John and I are normally on the podcast episodes and our calls together, but we are, we're dividing and conquering a little bit on some topics for our daily episodes now. And so what we've been talking about the last few days is all things writing. So specifically, how can I, as a, as a pastor, as, a, as a, a church leader, or somebody that's got a ministry background, many of you all are, are missionaries or serve in various ways. So how can you make money with your writing? something that you might have done for a long time now, and it might come rather easily to you. And you it may be hard to believe that it does not come easily for everyone, and it really doesn't. It's a very specific skill set. It's different than speaking and uh, different than speaking to somebody one-on-one or from a stage. <clears throat> it's just different. And so what, I, uh, what I'm doing this week is I've been talking about uh, how to go about uh, making money, earning some extra income with freelance writing or copywriting, or maybe writing your own books and journal articles or newsletter articles, just to mention a few of the ways. And today, I'm going to get a little bit more specific about what has moved the needle, financially at least, more in my life. Like This is where I am right now in um, using my the writing gifts or writing skills that I've developed over the years to create different streams of revenue for myself and for my family. And specifically, I'm referring to ghostwriting. Now, please hear me out and uh, don't tune me out if you would yet. Uh, I'm going to start by sharing with you a misconception that I had back back years ago about ghostwriting. And maybe this describes uh, your thoughts as well. I used to see this sort of dishonest or what what I perceived as ghostwriting anyway. I thought, well, you know, here's somebody that's got a name or maybe they're a celebrity and they just pay somebody to basically write a book for them, but they didn't have much to do with it and they sit back and act as though they authored the book. They wrote the book. That does seem disingenuous to me. It seems a little dishonest to me. And so I just kind of had a pushback in my own mind. <clears throat> now that I know more about Ghostwriting, and now that I personally know ghostwriters myself that make a living, many a good full-time living ghostwriting, and now that I've done it myself, I can tell you that as far as earning income from writing, this has been my experience, that income from ghostwriting has been uh, higher, has been greater than any that I've made in any of the kind of writing. So I've done some freelance writing. I've done, I've published before. i published my own book. Uh, I've self-published several books. So I'm just sharing with you my experience has been that by far, the income from ghostwriting surpasses them all. And it's really not even close. And I want that to be good news for you. Let me just take a few minutes to describe what, I'm talking about. And then you can make up your own mind uh, whether you believe it's a good fit or not for you. So think of ghostwriting more, the kind we do and the kind that I'm talking about, it's much more of a collaboration. So you're not just writing a book for someone else and letting them put their name on it, okay? Uh, That is a type of ghostwriting, I suppose, that has been done, maybe done. That's not what I'm talking about. What, what we're referring to when we talk about ghostwriting is much more of a collaboration. Okay, so this is just helping someone else who either they've, they've got a message, they've got a story. Some of these, some, somebody may have a life-transforming message that they go all around the country or the world speaking to people about on stages. But for whatever reason, either they don't have the time to write it down They don't have the ability to write it down, the background to write it down, or the resources to write it all down, or the desire. They just aren't good at it, not what they want to do, but they've got a great story to tell or some potentially life-transforming content for someone else to tell, and they want to get that message out. So they can uh, hire someone like me, like a ghostwriter, and help them get it out of their head and out of their heart, and into the form of a book. That's what a ghostwriter does. So if we want to get have a couple of biblical references here, let me remind you of a few, okay? <clears throat> think think Old Testament prophet Jeremiah, who's got a word from God for the nation Israel, but who used a, a secretary named Baruch. He was called an amanuensis, and he... Uh, for all intents and purposes, dictated that message to Baruch. Baruch wrote it down, and and that's part, at least, of what we have is the book of Jeremiah, and even a letter to the king at that time. So think of Baruch in that sense, for our purposes, sort of as a scribe, or, which is another kind of, of ghostwriter. Not his message. He believed in it, but It was Jeremiah's, and if you want to get right down to it, it was actually in the message that came from God. And then if you fast forward in the New Testament, Paul mentioned writing things by his own hand, which implies that he also wrote things that he dictated to other people sometimes. One of those scribes was Silvanus or uh, or Silas, and uh, we know that he was at least one of the individuals that the apostle used. Again, it was not Paul's message. The message came from God, came through the apostle Paul. But the one that recorded it was someone different, and someone with a different skill set. So, preaching, proclamation—it's a—it's a different form of communication than writing. We just read; our minds work a different way when we listen to someone versus when we read something. It's—it's it's like the difference between counting or, or look at looking at numbers on a piece of paper versus doing algebra. Okay, or, or trigonometry. It just it's a different it's a different skill set. It, it's a different thought process when we read. So, and the third individual is Jesus Himself. That because as far as we know, we don't have anything that Jesus wrote with His own hand. There's a lot of wisdom in that from God's perspective because we probably would have you know worshipped it in an unhealthy way if we knew that it came from His hand. What we do have are very reliable records that were given to us by by Matthew and Luke and others about the things that Jesus said. It's Jesus's message. It comes right from the heart of God himself, but it was through someone else. So that's, in a way, that's the job of a ghostwriter. Now, depending upon, depending upon the level of input that you have, you may give more input to somebody's content or do some research to, to supplement someone's content to make it uh, in, in a really interesting digestible uh, readable form it just depends upon um, what the what the author what the originator of the content really wants and what they hire you for so there are uh, several layers to ghostwriting to what it what it uh, takes to be a ghost writer what it takes to get clients to go how how much you should charge I mean there's there's a science as well as an art behind behind all of that that I would be glad to help you with if you want to have a conversation about it. But just like these other areas, whether it's freelance writing or copywriting or writing books and articles, feel free to reach out to me by email is the best way so that I'll see it, and that's at les, L-E-S, at com. If you shoot me an email and say, hey... Uh, I heard you talking about ghostwriting on the podcast. Tell me more about that, man. I'd be glad to have that conversation with you. That's sort of how I got started as well. And I'll, I'll I'll share with you the path that worked for me and some of the things that I'm doing right now to grow that business. If you, uh, and I'll, put out a little commercial. So I'm, I'm putting together a ghostwriting agency now where I can take on more people and do more projects and hopefully help people like you, like many that are listening to this podcast, who would say, hey, I think I can write. I would like to find out how to do that for other people. But I don't want to run a business. I don't want all the headaches that go along with that. I don't want to do an LLC and all that kind of stuff that you guys talk about. Well, that's fine. I'll be Lord willing, I'll be bringing people onto my team and the agency that I'm starting to to uh, with people that can write people that have a ministry background uh, to help create these streams of income, but not have to have that business. So if you're you may be interested in that, reach out to me and I want to share with you a we also have a resource where you can actually take it literally take a ghostwriting school. It's an, it's an online curriculum. You can do it at your own pace. It's uh, led by a friend of ours, Nick Pivalidis. I would be glad to give you a link to get into Ghost Rider School and uh, and get equipped and get instructed with the same content where I started. Okay? So feel free to reach out to me about any or, or all of these ways to make money with your writing. And I hope you'll do that, some of you all that, that feel led to. It's been very rewarding to me. It's also been a blessing to other people. The part of the ghostwriting thing is you're helping people get a message that, that might not be seen otherwise out into the hands of people that it can help, which is pretty cool too. So, hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening again today as well as the rest of the week. And we'll be back talking with you real soon.